0: His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. The Lord is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord, even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness, fear will never conquer me, for you already have. You remain close to me and lead me through it all the way. Your authority is my strength and my peace. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely, for you are near. You become my delicious feast. Even when my enemies dare to fight, you anoint me with your fragrance of the Holy Spirit. You give me all I can drink of, you, until my heart overflows. So why would I fear the future? For your goodness and love pursue me all the days of my life. Then afterward, when my life is through, I'll return to your glorious presence and be forever with you. Is my best friend, my shepherd. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to an oasis of peace, the quiet brook of bliss. That's where he restores and revives my life. He opens before me pathways to God's pleasure and leads me along in his footsteps of righteousness, so that I can bring honor to his name. Lord. Path takes me through the valley of deepest darkness.
1: We're going to have a great night. We have live music, as you see, coming up. We have special speakers tonight from the youth and games afterwards. And we're asking the Holy Spirit to have his way tonight even more. We thank you, Father. For all that you do here, we're thanking you, Jesus, you are the master of all. We praise you again. Amen. Amen. Let's get ready to worship. made me new, now life begins with you, it's your endless love pouring down. giants fall when you stand on the floor, every battle I have the authority. Jesus has given me. When I open up my mouth, hear it breaking it out. I have the authority. Jesus has given me. You are my champion. When you stand undefeated, every battle we've won, I am who you say I am. You crown me with confidence, I am seated in the heavenly place, undefeated with the one
2: And Father, in your secret place, you speak to us. And Father, we listen to what you have to say to us tonight. I am your God, and you dwell with me as I dwell with you. My secret place is here for you, and in that place I talk to you, I share your desires, and I listen to you. Bro, everything I have for you is good, and I will show you them in my secret place. Amen. Wasn't that good? Thank you, worship team. You did a fabulous job out there. Didn't they do great? Wow.
3: All right. So,
2: so, yeah, today is Tuesday night. It's the fifth Tuesday of the month. So, the youth do uh, like a mini sermon on Tuesday nights for everybody. And we're all here to fellowship, play games, have fun, talk about God, you know, fellowship with everybody. And um, tonight, we actually have a special video from our previous youth pastor that was following God's instructions and moved to Texas. Hello from the Orlando. So we have a video. Oh, it's up there now. Sweet. All right, so we'll watch the video and then we'll go from there. Playing
4: down here hi, in Texas.
1: Hi. Hello. How's hi, hi, hi. your
4: duty? We love you guys and miss all of you. Yeah. So of course I have to start with some familiar verses. First Timothy 4:12. Let no one despise you for your youth, but set the believers an example in speech, in conduct, in love, in faith, and in purity. And the call of Jeremiah. The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb I knew you. Before you were born I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Alas, Sovereign Lord, I said I do not know how to speak. I am too young. But the Lord said to me, Do not say I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over the nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. So I wanted to share a little bit about what God has put on my heart. Uh, there's been many things that have happened over the past year. lot of crazy things we're in texas if you didn't know that uh all of this all this crazy stuff that's happened is part of our testimony whatever situations you've made it through whatever things that have happened these are all now part of your testimony your story is what will plant the seed of god's love wherever you go you are blessed and favored. And you guys are wonderful heirs of Christ. The Holy Spirit flows mightily and blesses greatly with power. Acts eight says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in all of Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. We carry this power wherever we go. And we can share this power with sharing what the Lord has done for us. We are called his witnesses. And all that we do, we point to him. This is our calling. And to do all this in the love of Christ. Love is another word that's being twisted by the world. Mm -hmm. The love of God is perfect and pure. And it casts out all fear. They can't exist in the same spot. Wherever God's love is, fear cannot be. Fear is what the enemy is pressing upon us. And love is our only answer. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God gave us a spirit not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. 1 John four eighteen says there is no fear in love but perfect love casts out fear For fear has to do with punishment and whoever fears has not been perfected in love God's love is the answer people are missing it is what will heal our country and it is what sustains us in these crazy times God's love is also planting the seed where the Holy Spirit guides us. It should drive us to share our testimony. We must quiet our minds and let the Holy Spirit speak to us and through us. This way, as we go into all the world, we can preach the gospel to
1: everyone.
4: everyone. We love you guys. God bless.
2: Hello. Wasn't that great? Thank you, Pastor Tony, for that. Oh, it's fabulous. We sure do miss you guys. So we're going to have, we actually have three speakers tonight. We're going to have our treasurer come up, Josh. He's he's our treasurer. Awesome. He's doing a great job with that. And then we're going to have Sean come up, which is our youth group secretary, which an amazing job with that as well, because God knows we don't keep notes very well. (laughs) But he does. And then uh, I'm going to come up at the end, and I am the president of the youth group. So then we'll have a. um, Yep, thank you. And then we'll have a teaching on that, and then uh, we'll go from there. So without further ado, here's Josh.
3: Justin. So I'm going to be talking about uh, salvation in the gospel of Christ how we can be saved. So I'm going to start off with John 3.16, which we call it, Oh, no. 3.16 and 17. For this is how God loved the world. He gave His only and... His one and only Son so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish but have eternal life. God sent His Son into the world not to judge the world, but to save the world through Him. And this is what Jesus did for us. He... Our God loved us so much that he sacrificed his only son so that we can be free from sin. Then Romans 5.8 says, But God showed his great love for us by sending Christ to die for us while we were still sinners. Before Christ, we were sinners, but God didn't want us to remain sinners so he sent his son to die for us so that sin would have no power over us. Uh, Romans 6.23, if you go there, says, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Uh, Jesus had to die because the wages of sin was death, so Jesus had to die for our sins, and it was paid in full. We go to 1 Peter 2.24. It says, He personally carried our sins in His body on the cross, so that we can be dead to sin and live for what is right. By his wounds you are healed. And as he carried our sin, our depression, our sickness, our bondage so that we don't have to. And if you would go to First Corinthians fifteen, fifty seven. And it says, But thank God He gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. And when Jesus died, the enemy was defeated and gave us victory so that we don't have to be defeated anymore and walk in victory. And then I'm going to be talking about how you can receive Christ Jesus in salvation. If you would go to Romans 10.9. It says, if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So, it's not that hard to be saved. You just have to accept Jesus and believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead. And then go to John fourteen six, And it says... Jesus told them, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. This means you can't come to him by good works or being a good person. You have to believe in Jesus to get into heaven. And then if you go to 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, this means that anyone who belongs to Christ to become a new person, the old life is gone and new life is gone. Once you have been saved, you are a new person in Christ and you can put your old life behind. And that's my message. And now Sean's going to come up to preach about the Holy Spirit.
5: Thank you, Josh. So, today I'm going to be talking about the Holy Spirit, and it ties in right with what Josh was saying because to have the Holy Spirit, you need to believe in God and have salvation. So, who is the Holy Spirit anyway? The Holy Spirit is part of God, He's part of the Trinity, three in one. There's the Father, there's Jesus, and there's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's really awesome because He's our guide and our help in life, and He's a living person, and He speaks, and there's ways to hear His voice. The Holy Spirit was sent to earth after Jesus was resurrected and went back to heaven. The Holy Spirit was Jesus' gift to us. He was our helper here on earth, and he shows us what we need to do in life and how we should do it and when we should do it. That's very important. And it's important to know what the Holy Spirit sounds like. One way you can know if the Holy Spirit's the one talking to you and not the devil or somebody from this earth is if what they're saying lines up with the Bible and is true and is something you should do. And you can always check that by checking the word. And then if you have your Bibles, please turn to Acts 2, 15 through 17. And if you've never seen the Holy Spirit act on people before, it might seem like they're drunk on alcohol or wine from this world because they just act all crazy. But this verse in Acts explains what's really happening. So I'm going to read it out of the Passion's Translation because that's my favorite translation. It really explains stuff well. So in verse 15, these people are not drunk like you think they are, for it's only nine o'clock in the morning. This was the fulfillment of what was prophesied through the prophet Joel. For God says, this is what I will do in the last days. I will pour out my spirit on everybody. And because your sons and daughters to prophesy and your young men will see visions and your old men will experience dreams from God. And those dreams and visions will come straight from the Holy Spirit because he's our guide and our help in life. And to have the Holy Spirit inside of you, you need to do what Josh said and just accept God and believe that he's the one true and only um, God in this world and that he's here to save you and he died on the cross for you and was rose from the dead. And to to receive the Holy Spirit, all you have to do is ask, be prayed over, and then you can have the evidence of speaking in tongues, which is really fun to do. The Holy Spirit can cause that to happen any time of day, anywhere, any place. You could be driving in your car or walking in the grocery store. And it's great when you pray in the Holy Ghost because the devil can't understand you. It's a heavenly language and he gets really mad at that because the devil doesn't know what to do when he can't understand you. So if you don't know what to do, just pray in the Holy Spirit instead of praying in whatever language you speak. And then, if you have your Bibles, turn to Romans fifteen thirteen, And that says, May the God of hope fill you with all the joy and peace as you trusted Him so that you you may overthrow with with your hope and by the power of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit just empowers us to do everything and anything we can do in life. And then Josh was already in John 14, but if you want to turn to John, John 14, verse 16 this time, that says, and I will ask the Father and he will give you another advocate to help you and to be with you forever. And that was the Holy Spirit and that was God's gift to us that he sent down when he was so was sent back up to heaven after he completed his mission here on earth. And then if you just go down a little bit farther in that chapter to John 14, verse 26. But the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you things. Then you will remind you of everything I have said to you. And that's what I've got. So our next speaker is going to be Stephen, and he's going to be talking about healing.
2: Thank you, Sean. Wasn't that awesome, guys? Same with Josh. Fabulous work. Alrighty, so I'm gonna be talking about healing, which goes along great with this because you know it just all works together. So let's first go with first Peter two twenty four. If you guys don't mind going there. If you do, well, don't go there then. First Peter. Hopefully I get the right book. And I wrote down the wrong one. I think. Wait, nope, no I didn't. Okay, so I'm going to be reading from the New King James Version. And it says, Who himself bore our sins in his own body on a tree, that we having died to sins might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. So, any English people out there? Well, for any of you that are out there, were is past tense. So your healing already happened. We just have to believe and receive our healing from the heavenly realm. Because, I mean, sickness isn't from God. God's not up there saying, you know, oh, it hurts. I mean, he took it all. It's all gone. We just have to believe on earth and receive our healing that already happened, which is kind of hard to wrap your head around. But if you just keep reading the word, the more the Holy Spirit reveals it to you, and then you can just accept it much more easier. So that being said, let's go to Luke five, Luke five, verse twelve. Pretty common verse that people go over in regards to healing, and we're going to read down to verse fourteen. And it says, And it happened when he was there, a certain city, that behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Jesus. And he fell on his face and implored him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then he put his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. Immediately the leprosy left him. God is willing to touch you when you're sick and to heal you. He's not afraid of any disease or any sickness that you have or any infirmity. Or anything. He's like, no, I, I died for this. I think I got discovered. So there's nothing to worry about. And, I mean, the fact that, I mean, leprosy, we all kind of know how leprosy works. But for those that don't, leprosy is a disease that slowly eats your skin away. And there's really no cure for it. But Jesus touched him, knowing this, and his whole body was restored. And that's the other thing, too. When Jesus heals you, you're restored 100% to where you were. It's not like, you know, if you walked with a limp, God just takes the pain away, but you still have the limp. Nope, your limp's gone, your pain's gone, everything works as it's supposed to be, and you go about as if it never happened. Which, again, amazing! <laughs> so, we're also going to go to Luke, Luke 9.6. Which also works because even though God healed us, he also wants us to go out and do his work, which is heal other people, which is what Luke 9, 6 talks about. And in this one, Jesus sent his disciples out into the neighboring cities. And he said, so they departed and went through the towns, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. He, God is always ready to heal. as just, as your faith ready for your healing? Because you can... You can want healing, but are you ready to receive your healing? Some people want to hold on to it for a little while longer for their reasons they want to. But God's ready to do it now. God, our God is a now God. So, just accept it. <laughs> All right, and then we're going to get to Isaiah 58.8. Already, And then it says that your light shall break forth like the morning. Your healing shall spring forth speedily and your righteousness shall go before you. The glory of the Lord shall be your rear guard. So when you're healed, you're ready to go. Like you're right out of the gate. Just like um uh, racetrack horses. The gate opens. Boom, they're gone. That's how our healing comes. Just to hit you. And then you just take off going with everything you got. Now, we won't. It's really long. But we won't really go into a whole lot. But in Ezekiel 47, 1 through 12, it talks about when God took Ezekiel to heaven and he showed him all the, all the waters that flow out of heaven. And the waters that flow out, some of the wa- most of the waters contain healing in them. And they flow out into all the land. And healing, is, most people just think, you know, physical. But God can also heal non-physical things, too, like financial struggles mental problems, relationship problems. He can heal everything. He died for everything. So with the, like, and even in your land too, it talks about like, he heals your land so that they can produce more than what they're capable of doing and not have any uh, defects to the land either. Like just overly abundantly blessed. So that's what we got to do. We just have to believe and receive our healing and Go help other people get healed as well, because that's what God wants us to do. Go out and heal the land, heal people, and share it with everybody, because that's what he died for. So, so yeah, that's what I got. ready. Right. So, that ends tonight's fifth Tuesday. And we thank you, Father God, so much for the words that came forth from Josh, Sean, and me and for the teachings that you have prepared for us tonight. We thank you that we had an amazing time with you and that we go and do your work and that we be doers of the word and not just hearers. And that wherever we go we listen to the Holy Spirit and we show them salvation to those that are unsaved and for the ones that are saved to take it up a level. To go do more than what they're doing now. It may be to Some people may dive in right away. Some people may take baby steps. But as long as we take steps to keep moving forward in God, that's the important thing. So, Father, I thank you very much for tonight. Thank you for this amazing Tuesday that we had together with you. And thank you that no matter what, you're always there with us. And that you're always ready to be of assistance, even with the Holy Spirit. So, thank you all. So, with all this being said, is there anybody here tonight that would like prayer for anything in regards to healing, um, something you're just probably going through, something, just anything? I mean, it could be anything will come up, we'll pray for you. No heart feelings. It's not like you am going to, you know, blab it out to everybody and talk about your problems in the next room. But that's not how this works. God, we pray for you. You have faith in God with your situation, and then you, God will talk to you and help you lead you through the, through the way we have. hesitant i mean we all got issues or we all know someone is going through an issue and sometimes we just want to be a help to them i mean that could just be your part with that but no all right well for those watching um thank you very much for tuning in um hope this helped you out in some way shape or form and that everything goes well for you We'll say a little prayer for you. So, thank you, Father, for the people that were watching tonight. Thank you that you bless them and that this message echoes out to somebody tonight and that they go and do your work and that they keep living for you. Amen. All right. Thank you all for coming out tonight and uh, we'll see you next Tuesday.